I'm ready. <coughs> so I'll try not to curse this time. Okay. <laughs> no, one, no one bleeping. Uh, yeah. and then... My palms just got sweaty. You're giving me a lot of yeah, stuff. That's a lot Would of you stuff. you want some cue cards? <laughs> All right. And then you are ready to start. Welcome to Breakfast with Berkeys. I am Alex Morgan and I'm here with the sisters team. Before we get to our guests, I want to say stay tuned for the end of this video because we are going to have a giveaway that you can enter. But first, let's go to the sisters. Hey, good morning, everybody. Today we have a very special guest with us. This is Trevor Turcott from Tried and True Pest Control. Uh, we've used uh, Tried and True for years, um, my sister Joe, myself, and uh, we have him here today to answer all sorts of pest control questions, okay? Give us some great answers. But first of all, Trevor, are you a native or where are you from? Well, I've been in Arizona uh, since 1984. I was born in Sioux City, Iowa, and moved here from uh, Kansas City, Missouri, uh, Raytown, Missouri, uh, in 84. My wife's family uh -huh. was from here. So Midwesterner. I'm a Midwesterner. All yes. right, well, so are we. So <laughs> yes. that, no wonder we like one another. Right? Yes. <laughs> I bet you're not missing that polar vortex they have No, right I'm now. not missing. In fact, that was the last winter we were there in Missouri. We had an ice over, and it was so bad that power lines were snapping. The uh -oh. actual oh power lines, mm -hmm. not the poles, but the lines. But the lines. They yeah. were so heavy, they were snapping. Oh, yeah. that, that's terrible. And we were without power for about a week, so it was interesting. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. But aren't we glad we we're here. Yes. We love Arizona. And what's yes. today going to be 73? Right. So I'm all for that. Bragging rights. So exactly. So okay. Um, next, I wanted to ask you or tell the viewers: um, Is this a family-owned um, uh, operating business? It is a family-owned and operated okay. business. Yes. Myself. Who is the boss? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> if you talk to my son Eric, I, I would have to say uh, I am his uh, yes. second in command, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I am the boss and uh, my, my sister works in the office and my niece works in the office and then uh, occasionally my wife will drop in to help out with benefit issues or uh, mm -hmm. some paperwork. Yeah. Well, I, I love calling the office because I always get Tracy okay. and um, she is so helpful and has always been, um, well, Always accommodating. Exactly. Thank you, Joe. Uh -huh. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah, <laughs> but I couldn't find it. So, where are you located? We're located in Sun City at 10404 West Coggins Drive. Uh, that's south of Grand on 100, off 103rd Avenue. It's You're right really, across from Shoah. Isn't right it? across the street from Shoah. Yep. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. So, what's your territory? Where do you go for pest control and termites? Well, we currently go valley wide. I advertise mainly in the West Valley, uh, but we have a lot of family members that live in Scottsdale or Gilbert. Uh, so, we do have some commercial properties we do various times of the month on the east side, but you'll see more advertisement on the west side. Is there any place you won't go? No, I've been to some towns I can't even remember the names of south of Phoenix. So if they have a need, I'll go. You'll I'll go. Make, yeah. So you do That's, commercial too then? Yes, we do yep. commercial okay. as well. Mm -hmm. yes. yep. Well, so let's talk about the first thing, pest control. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, how often do you believe a property should be treated for pest control? Well, I think after the property's assessed uh, of its demographics and, and what they have experienced already, 
uh, it's based on the needs of the home really because okay. a home has its own character so you have to determine is it backed up to a golf course is it next to commercial buildings okay. so assess it based on that but every home is different in most cases yeah so talking about pests which is the um, the most well out of let's say out of ants scorpions rats which one are you going to treat the most here in the valley I would say the top would be rats and then scorpions and then roaches is it different times of the year when they're yes. mostly so what's going on right now well right <laughs> now it's 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 a toss-up because see we have warm and cold weather so we're still seeing broods of baby crickets come out and oh. bees are pollinating so mm -hmm. bees are a little confused mm -hmm. with the climate climate mm -hmm. changes so uh, but right now predominantly it's rodents okay yes because my next question was do you treat infestations of bees and wasps oh yes all, all bees and wasps yes. oh I see I didn't know that you yes, did that yes. that's interesting okay good to know so what about do you consider snakes a pest no I've been doing this for over 21 years and I, I've worked in the boulders and you know Scottsdale and I've walked hills on mountainsides and I have never touched or stepped on a, a snake probably there okay but I think in the 21 years I've had three calls for snakes and so you, so we can't treat for them because there's no way to know where they're no. coming from no. or where they're going no okay. um, certainly you would want snakes around if you have a high rodent population uh, but basically mm -hmm. you could use something as simple as uh, mothball crystals around the yard to repel them away uh, oh. But you want to make sure you don't have snakes in the yard before you put that down because no. you could trap them in the yard. Oh, yes. Oh, wouldn't mm -hmm. that be just lovely? Right. I expected okay. you to have more snakes being called in like because everybody says snakes are such a big deal. Well, you know, we do get a... We, the fire department probably is getting more, more calls than oh. we are because they'll come and remove a rattlesnake for free just based on its level of toxicity of the venom. Of the venom. So, yep. yeah, mm -hmm. very deadly. Uh, so... We get various random calls, and our, our response is usually go ahead and call the fire department, non-emergency number, mm -hmm. and they'll come and retrieve it for free. You know, no oh, sense in nice. paying for something you don't need to. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. How do you treat um, for rats? Well, again, first it's going to be the inspection, determine what style of rat you have. Do you have a oh, kangaroo what rat? what style of rat? Well, there's many there different... There's a sports rat. Yeah. Oh, it is. There's, a, there's a kangaroo rat. There's a pack rat. There's a roof rat. So oh roof rats will typically... Trees, climbers, things like that. Okay. And then same with the uh, pack rat. And then the kangaroo rat is going to nest low and typically around houses okay. and things like that. And they get their name kangaroo. They have hind legs that make them hop like kangaroos okay. and oh and I've I have seen one of those I've no, treated sites where uh, <laughs> they were suspect of a kangaroo rat and I would flush them out with water and I've had them shoot out like a rocket oh my <laughs> gosh so how, so let's say we have roof rats what are we going to do about it well typically you'll probably look at baiting or using snap traps okay um, you want to try to stay away from baiting around the houses too closely because attics is where they're going to nest predominantly oh, okay. and if you use uh, a stomach poisoning they'll die in the attic and it'll be a bit of a job to oh, find out where they've died yes you okay. need um, almost a dog that sniffs where the odor's coming yes, directly yes, from yes 
but uh, again, determine the, the type of species it is, and mm -hmm. then snap traps typically work. But okay. again, it's you, something you have to outsmart the rat, because they are smart. Outsmart the rat, okay. Yeah. And what about scorpions? How do we treat those Scorpions, again, guys? first thing is uh, reduce uh, the food source. If not, uh, you can't eliminate the food source, they're out there. Okay. But reduce the food source, and again, uh, have things up high and have periodic pest control services. Because scorpions are sensitive on the belly because of their hair follicles and they breathe through their stomachs area. So they wear their skeleton on their back. Okay. So you need to get something that will enter in through the belly. Diatomaceous ah, okay. earth has been known to work, but not a cure-all. It coils into their bellies and dehydrates them. Because the ones that you came to treat at our house mm -hmm. were only like about this big and transparent. Which is the bark scorpion. Fast as can right. be. Right. Um, and of course, before you got there, I was just spraying them with raid like there's no tomorrow. Right. And they did finally fall down and right. wither away. Yes. Yes. We find that micro-encapsulated <laughs> products work best because it's basically pesticide encapsulated in plastic beads uh -huh. in various sizes that stick to the belly and pop like landmines. And just, okay. Oh. All right. Yes. Well, hey. how many, and I only, ha I only had about three or four, but um, I understand you can get a, a Well, a female could have an average of 35 <laughs> babies and they'll stay on the back until they're able to fend for themselves and feed so oh. uh, if you took that average and they're going to become adults and yes you know the unique thing about scorpions is they have a uh, a ritual mating dance oh they so, do yes it's oh my it's quite goodness oh. made me squirm a little bit okay yeah. <laughs> i yeah. know aren't they yeah. but, but, but that's why we'll seen... call you to get it right yes. right. <laughs> so, right yeah and uh, we had some clients that um we sent you out there too that had a whole bunch of them outside in their grass. Mm -hmm. Is that normal? Are you talking the scorpions? Yes. Oh, they'll travel through the grass, oh, but they're okay. natural born climbers, so they get to the structure of uh, yep. either a house or Might block wall the and they'll climb. That's and they like to be upside down. Oh. So, are that's, there areas, sorry, to no, cut you off. Sure. are there areas in the valley that are more? Well, you'd have scorpions? to go, yes, there are predominant areas based on where. Uh, if you've seen the old map of Phoenix metropolitan areas, old canal areas, even current mm -hmm. canal areas, mm -hmm. they're going to be predominant in canal areas, but uh, they're desert dwellers, so, and we're in the desert, okay. although we've the created desert. such a metropolitan, we're still in the desert. Yeah. The climate is here. Well, just one more thing about pest control. Okay. Um, do you do commercial buildings also? We, we do. We okay. do. We do. Uh, here, uh, this past couple of years, we've been doing more storage facilities because so many people oh, are moving to Arizona yes, yes. and they're storing their things. Yes. And then you would think, well, they're stored in plastic containers and boxes and things like that. Well, guess what? It's sitting on concrete with cracks. Termites get into the boxes oh, yeah. and eat them. Didn't Scorpions will that. get into the... Yes. So yes. Mm -hmm. a lot... I, I'm really surprised. Uh, storage facilities have been quite high. Wow. And then we do do a few restaurants, you know. Well, yeah, I suppose that would be a real good way right. to do it, too. Now, one other... Th one, I, th I thought I only had one more, but one more thing. Sure. Um, when you do the pest control, it's safe to have your dogs around. Oh, sure. Yes. Um, all pesticides are labeled safe once uh, it's dry and aerated. Any area, it should be dry and aerated before animals or humans go to those areas. Should go to those areas. Okay, that's good to know. So next, let's talk termites. Termites. Okay. <laughs> the next big subject. The next big subject. Now, 
We have found here, Joe and myself, um, we've had quite a few clients who come here from the Midwest or even the East Coast. And they seem to think that the termites back there are the same as the termites here. And we've tried to explain it, but maybe you could explain it to the folks out there. What is the difference between theirs and ours? Okay, so East Coast termites, um, climate's different, uh, temperature, season changes. Homes absorb moisture, believe it or not. They're not thermoses. Okay. So uh, they absorb moisture. So and we build our houses out of cellulose-based products. Mm -hmm. uh, so East Coast termites will predominantly come in. There's subterranean, there's eastern subterranean drywood termites. So you'll talk about the subterranean. Come up from the ground and mm -hmm. establish a colony inside the house on the East Coast and typically run window seals because of leakage, because oh, basement yes. homes, uh, beams and rafters from having a basement and a subfloor, mm -hmm. they can get in there and virtually veneers on houses or finishes, they'll get into crevices that you don't even know they're in. So the climate is going to dictate t the style of termites. Now, okay. the Gulf states, Texas, they have Formosan termites, which are larger subterranean termites, and they will establish a colony in the wall and established long enough, it reminds me of back uh, when they had the series House on TV, The Doctor. Oh, yes. <laughs> he had a case on one of the episodes where one of the sons was getting sick and it turned out to be Formosa termites omitting methane gas in the boy's bedroom oh. from the wall. Mm. Oh. Mm. So wow. East Coast termites and Arizona termites, these termites here, uh, you know, subterranean termites are very small in size. There's more of them. An average acre has on a low end, three to five, to five to 10, and then 10 plus. Million? Uh, colonies. Oh, colonies. And then in the colonies oh could be hundreds of thousands, if not millions of termites within that colony. Oh my gosh. So it gets no matter quite, where we are, we're stepping on. <laughs> you're, you're, they're out there in the yard now. They're, yeah. they're Mother Nature's yeah. bug. We need them to break down the old things we don't want. But if you look in the desert land, there's oh. trees that are still standing, and there's trees that are dead, or you'll find tumbleweed. Maybe termites have eaten the root system from them and broke the tree away. Okay, okay, all right. I didn't really, I, I did know that they, they can go down 25 feet, oh, right? Oh, yes. I mean, uh, yeah. they can go- 15 to 35, deep, yes. Really deep. The queen is in the ground. Oh, Here okay. in Arizona. Okay. Now, drywood termites, the queen would be inside a structure. So drywood termites versus subterranean, mud tubes will come up from the ground for subterranean. Drywood termites will fly in, break off their wings, establish a colony within a void, uh, a wall void where Crack a two by four is. Yeah, that's how they'll get in. But mm -hmm. or fascia boards or trellises or fence lines, things like that. But in our inspections, um, when you come out to do a, um, a termite inspection, uh, mostly we look for the the tubes. The mud tubes. Everyone's mud looking tubes. for the mud tubes. Okay. But we do get called out and cricket droppings are mistaken for ter uh, oh. drywood termites <laughs> because again, drywood termites, they'll have a kick out hole and their fecal matter will be kicked out of that hole, piling up uh, frass. And okay. you'll mistake it for, you, okay. so crickets, when they live in the walls and nest, the uh, their fecal matter is more peppery and you'll get Tons of it. How because do we get rid of at, those crickets then? Well, you treat the wall cavities, door frames, okay. voids, you know, okay. moist areas. Spray something in there and... Yes, you'd use like an aerosol or a dust to dehydrate them. Okay. Well, 
too many pests is what I'm thinking. Right. I, just, I just wanted to tell you that a uh, number of years ago I was in Africa with my daughter. All right. And they have the termite mounds. Mounds. Bigger mounds. than men. Yes. <laughs> Isn't and that I know crazy? It was the first thing. It was like Cheryl was saying to me, what is that? What and is it's second that? nature to them. Yeah. And, right. and it's a, I said, just stay away from it. <laughs> it's a, it's, yeah. a, it's right. a huge termite mound. Right. Oh, my God. I was also amazed to know that because when you see pictures of them, they look sort of round and whatever, that they actually can slip through um, uh, uh, something as narrow um, as a piece of paper. That's right, that's right. I mean, they, that's like crazy. Right, they come from grout lines, they can come through grout, but a lot of folks think they can come through cement. There needs to be a crack. Oh, there needs to be a crack. Of okay. some size. They can't get through concrete. So lastly, how do we treat these little guys? Well, first <laughs> of all, of course, is the inspection. And the second is uh, determining where they are. We do do preventative treatments because, again, prevention is based on stopping something from occurring. However, there are areas out here where stucco goes below grade. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. It's a 50-50 split. Flip mm -hmm. a coin, mm -hmm. maybe, may not be behind the stucco. Mm -hmm. So... And so the motto is, um, it's not um, yeah. when it's you're going to... It's not if, it's when. It's, it's not, okay, it's not if, it's when you're going to get Correct. a termite. Okay, La now lastly I want to ask you about weeds. Tell oh, us weed about control. that because that has something to do with what you're going to be giving away today. That's right, that's okay. right. So right now it's very predominant for weeds based on all the rain we got last year, which I think was over nine inches. So broadleaf and grasses are growing randomly everywhere cracks and crevices yeah, yeah. so we do do uh, a treatment with uh, Roundup and uh, pre-emergent and mm -hmm. uh, we'll kill the weeds once they've grown and prevent the future ones from coming because we have two growing seasons in Arizona you know winter and summer mm -hmm. but uh, the products that we use typically can get us up to 10 months residual wow that's longer than I thought mm -hmm. oh okay so that's one thing I didn't know is that you did weeds and yes, that's weeds. really good Mm -hmm. to know for a, a right. lot of our clients mm -hmm. too. So, wow, that's a lot of information. Right. Um, it's a lot. I, um, it's a lot of information, but good stuff Very because good. we've, um, we've ha most of the questions I'm asking are, are, th are questions yeah. that our clients have asked yeah. us. Actual right. events have okay. occurred, yeah. And you know, many times we've called you and you've actually had to tell them um, mm -hmm. how to do that. So, I just go ahead, Joe. Uh, I understand that you're, growing your business the last year or two. Yes, we've gained a lot of popularity. Yes. You know, it's from just hard work, perseverance. I know, because when we started, it was you and Eric. That's right. <laughs> yes, that's right. yes, that's, right. that's when we yeah. started. That's right. I know, I keep telling Tracy, which is your sister. Correct. Yes, but she often tells me that. Right. And so, but she's so proud of you. See, I mean, nice. starting the business and, and, and everything. But anyway, let me not get, run off and okay. let's talk about what we're going to give away. Okay. Okay. So um, what, what Trevor has uh, brought with him today or what we're going to be giving away um, in a week will be, go ahead, tell them, the two things you're going to give away. Two things we'll give away. Uh, we will give an initial pest control service, which uh, consists of interior, exterior service of the home for basically a broad range of insects, uh, including up to scorpions. And then in addition wow. to that, yeah. while we're there, we can also apply a pre and post emergent uh, and kill your weeds if you have any and prevent them from coming. And we're talking about, what are we talking about, $160? $160 value. $160 value. Right. So, so folks out there, 
how, how you can win this is you'll have to get on and you'll have to watch the video and you'll have to like and share it. And from that point, Alex will tell you um, what will happen. Um, this will be open for about a week, <clears throat> so you guys will be able to like it. <clears throat> Sorry. That's okay. Jeez. Mm, <clears throat> okay. <laughs> so you guys will be able to like and share it for about a week, and then we're going to pick a name at random in this system that we have, and that person will be contacted via Facebook, so you'll have to look at your messages, <laughs> and we'll reach out to you, and then Trevor's going to come and service you whenever it's scheduled. So, yes, and I'll, I, I can personally come and take care of the service as well, introduce myself, answer any questions you may have, and hopefully gain uh, another customer, another family member. Well, I just volunteered you specifically. Right. That's fun. Well, I, that is a tremendous value, and I would hope that everyone would get on there and like and share and um, watch the video. But I think one thing we've missed is. Um, how about giving them your phone number yes, so our, they can get a hold of you? Our direct phone number to the office is 602-710-1371. Perfect. And a few of us have his private number. The cell number. <laughs> oh, that's right. I do have a private number. That's right. But so we won't you just have to get to know him a little bit better and use them. And, yeah, you'll you'll and get it you too. Might, you might get that number as well. So okay. make sure to like and share this so you can be entered into the raffle. You have to be in the greater Phoenix area in order to win. Yep. So yep. like and share and tune in next week for Breakfast with Berkeys. Thanks for joining us.